This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our own humanity. Annabeth Gish has quite a career so far, appearing in many roles, and her first, the classic rom-com Mystic Pizza, plus playing Monica Reyes in The X-Files. Her new role is Deirdre in Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches. Our conversation in a moment. Annabeth Gitch talks about her role as Deirdre. Deirdre was basically spent spent 18 years in a catatonic state to in 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 hopes of suppressing this bad legacy for for the Mayfair women, which is a monstrous force of evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw a little bit of that. We won't get into too much detail, okay, <laughs> but right. because uh, people want to enjoy this uh, as it airs in the new year here. Uh, coming yes. up, but yes. we're recording this in the old one. So we're doing a little time traveling here. I love the, the thing that impressed me about the novel and the series is really the family dynamic and how it all plays in. Everybody has their own little agenda going on. And then we have somebody who is discovering that she has these amazing powers too. Talk about kind of the pot stirring of the Mayfair family. It's uh, it may, That's what makes it a lot of fun, I think. Well, and you said it perfectly when you said uh, time travel, because what Anne Rice did and then the writers on the show, Esther and Michelle and Sean, is they they do travel from, you know, 1681 Scotland to current day where we have Rowan Fielding, Dr. Rowan Fielding, who is trying to discover this legacy of power that she has uh, that's been kept secret from her her entire life. And so it's really about whether it's my character, Deirdre Mayfair, waking up out of a drug-induced state or Rowan waking up to the immensity of her power and the legacy of the family of women that she's been born into. Um, it, it's, it definitely, uh, it makes for good drama. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Yes. Is it safe to say, without giving anything away, that when she does wake up, Watch out. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> when Deirdre wakes up, I don't want to say all hell breaks loose, but it's, it's, a, it's an awakening of, of, uh, of many on many layers. What I've seen, I, you played it extremely well in before and after, I might say, but that's oh. about as well. As, uh, that's all I will say about it. Thank you. I will, I will say uh, obliquely that it was much... Um, it was more fun to play the awakened Deirdre than it was to play the Thorazine catatonic Deirdre in a wheelchair. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. There. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where was it? Where was this film? Because some of those houses are absolutely incredible. Right there in New Orleans, you know. Wow. My that the house, the Mayfair house is was actually on First Street, very kind of around the corner from Anne Rice's own estate. And, you know, it's one of the things that that New Orleans is a character in itself in all of Anne Rice's pieces. But visually, the the production design uh, uh, here is also just such an element that that enriches the entire show. Mm-hmm. Talk about some of your castmates, you know, Harry Hamlin. I mean, there's so many good actors in this uh, and and very well acted, too, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's it's from Beth Grant. To Tongai, who is new and plays uh, sort of a modern version of uh, 
forgive me, Cyprian, Cyprian, forgive me. Um, he's, he's a revelation. And, you know, I think Alexandra as Rowan is, is she's mesmerizing to watch. It's a lot of, a lot of interesting, diverse talent, which is what Anne Rice does so well. There is more with Annabeth Gish on Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches, so stay tuned. Let's get back to Annabeth Gish talking Deirdre and Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches. Mm -hmm, absolutely. I think also what's really cool is kind of, I guess you'd say brother show instead of sister show, is an interview with a vampire. And to have both of those Anne Rice things on AMC, for an Anne Rice fan, that's a real treat for me. It is. And I think, um, I think Grand Via, the production, you know, everybody at uh, AMC who's doing the Anne Rice, the Immortal Universe, I think they're just spot on and in, in paying homage to Anne, but also um, bringing it to a, a, a modern interpretation. I mean, you have to make changes because it's not the same medium. And you, you can do a heck of a lot more in a book than you can on, on television. Yes, so. this is within a constraint of time, too. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I've known Esta Spalding for years and I, I it never you know, I kept asking her when she first said she was doing this project. I'm like, how in the hell are you going to condense it all? Because it's just so beautifully rich, you know, and and. Um, but that is the great thing about a visual medium is you can say, you know, you don't have as much time, but you can say so much with the set design and, and um, music and things like that. Is that how you got the part? You kind of uh, kept asking until she's until you kind of <laughs> kind of kept needling her a little. You know, it's funny. Um, I've known Esta. I played her mother in a in a, a television show about um, 15 years ago. And then she and I worked together on a show called The Bridge. And we've always just kept up, but but I didn't know that she was doing this until I I, I heard the news or whatever it, that that they were going to start shooting, and then of course I, I think I did send an email and say say said I am I have been obsessed with this particular story forever. So mm -hmm. what can we do? I'd love to be a part of it. I uh, I have to credit you for being on the X Files and stepping in it when you did, uh, and that was so cool. I really appreciated that and how you handled that character. Thank uh, you. It was uh, it was really cool to to see that. Well, I appreciate your saying that, and and um, it's it's for for the most part, it's been lovely to meet the fans who embraced, you know, Doggett and Reyes, even as the sort of new offshoots. Um, it was a it was a true joy and highlight of my career for sure. Mm -hmm. My wife would be would kill me if I don't mention this, but she wanted to be exactly like your character in Mystic Pizza. Oh, oh, good. Well, thank you. Although I hope you know, don't don't sleep with the babysitter. <laughs> no, no, except that part. Except that part. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's still. Um, how lucky am I to have, have been in some shows that are still, you know, resonant with, and a lot of women too. I'm I'm proud of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how many episodes will we see you in for Mayfair? I, I'm in more than a few episodes. Yeah. Yes. Very in cool. iterations. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, I guess, uh, is it safe to say there's some period clothes for you in this? 
Yes, yes, there, there, I, I am. I, I really only have, uh, I only had two costume changes. No, that's not true. I had three, three costume changes. But one of them is a very appropriately gothic nightgown that's fitting, befitting of a, of a, of an Anne Rice lower garden district front porch. Oh, there you go. That sounds great. That sounds yeah. really good. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing I actually asked uh, the guys, Harry, uh, just the other day, um, is we seem to have a fascination with witches. And, and you know, I, I guess it kind of goes with women being empowered a little bit, too, and, and how that's, you know, gained a lot of steam in the 70s and, and even today. So what is it about them, you think? Is that part of it or is there something more to it? Oh, I think you're you're absolutely correct in in noting that. I think I think our our the fascination with witches, whether it's Salem witch trials or uh, calling women who act out sort of deviantly as you know witches, naming them such, it's just a form of suppression and oppression, really, of of what women's power can be. And I think that's one of the beautiful aspects of the story, whether it's women in 1680 in Scotland gathering herbs as midwives, you know, um, perhaps it is a tribute to that, uh, to, to a bigger attention now paid on, on innate power that women can have, you know, in, with in combination and complementary to the relationship with men. Yeah. And all genders. <laughs> it's yeah, there you go. These days. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it it really it hasn't been, but it really should yeah. be like a partnership and yes. and and mutual respect between both men and women and what and whatever else you want to be. Yeah. You know, the main thing is to respect and and to be the person you want to be and not be dictated by somebody else. Indeed, and I think so often as with just the basic uh, impulse of when we're scared of something or when something is overpowering or we don't understand it, sometimes giving it a negative name yeah. makes us feel safer, which, mm -hmm. you know, I think um, part of all of our, all of the women's journey in Mayfair Witches is about how to take this power of darkness, which is lasher and use it for good and transmute it into light rather than a force of evil. That's the beauty of a show like this, to be able to touch on those everyday issues. But in this context, it's not as preachy. It's not even preachy at all. And yes. I think it's more honest that way. And then people realize they said, oh, this is what it's about. Okay, how cool. Yes, the, the, the themes that can be sort of fleshed out just with one narrative are really, you know, part of a much bigger tapestry. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Now, did you ever read the books at all or even just look at them? Oh, hell yes. I, I <laughs> in 1991, I should have, I have the, the hardback copy. I, I purchased it in 1991 when it was published, uh, The Witching Hour. And yeah, of course. I was so obsessed with it that I wanted to, I wanted to play Rowan 20 years ago. 
Yeah. Oh, you would have been good. You would have been very good, as a matter of fact. I know. Well, you know, age age has prevented such a thing. But I'm happy to be involved in in this capacity, and um, and I'm happy really that it got to the screen because I do think it's a really relevant, rich, beautiful story. Yeah, as a movie, I think it would have been a lot to cram in there. But as a series, you can really tell the story. And they're doing that with Interview with the Vampire, too. It's and it's a bigger story than it is for just two or three hours. Yes, indeed. And maybe multiple seasons as well, you know. I think exactly. Interview just got picked up for a second season, too. So, Yeah, no, I, I'm... I have no doubt they're going to be around as vampires as well. And uh, I mean, they, they're endless, right? They never die. Yeah. No, they don't. They right. don't. Right. It's hard to kill a witch, too. This is true. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Always admired your career and the choices you've made and how you embodied the roles. And uh, so glad to see you in this and uh, looking forward uh, to seeing what else comes your way as well. Thank you very much, Tony. I appreciate it. And tell your wife I give her a big hug. A big All right, hug. I certainly will. <laughs> I certainly will. Okay. She'll appreciate that. <laughs> Look for Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches on AMC and AMC+. This is Tony Talata.